0: Hello and welcome to Blogger the Net, the football podcast. This is our first show, um, a trial run, if you will. And today we're going to be talking about Gareth Southgate's England Euro 2020 squad. Uh, This podcast is brand new for football enthusiasts like us, who like talking (laughs) tactics, statistics, players, teams, you name it, um, delving deep into all kinds of things that we can. Um, In the next few weeks we're going to be covering um, the Champions League final, looking at a tactical view, statistical view, Um, being that time of year we're going to look at the PFA, Team of the Year, uh, Player of the Year awards, that type of thing, plus plenty to come from Euro 2020. As I said, today it's all about predicting Gareth Southgate's England squad. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce myself, I'm Rich Clark, a full-time football analyst and researcher. Um, What else can I tell you about myself? I'm a Man United fan, uh, football fan for life. Love all things football. I play, I manage, I try and do everything, I love it. So um, that's me. Uh, I have a co-host and my co-host is sat, eagerly awaiting to speak. He's just inside. Hello, Justin. Hello. Now I have described myself there. We hadn't really sort of pre-planned anything to say about you, so how would you describe yourself?
1: I think I'll keep it a lot shorter um, and simpler. I mean, it doesn't have to be fancy. Uh let's go with an Arsenal fanatic and all-round Sunday league legend.
0: Oh god. Sunday league legend. Yeah. What are we doing here? What Okay, have we got have we got to that?
1: I mean, we're talking over a decade of of Sunday league football. More goals than you'll ever remember. Uh oh, and I watch Arsenal loads.
0: What yeah, forget the Arsenal thing. The Arsenal thing's fine. <laughs> Let's face it. Um, more goals than I remember. I mean, I've I would have played in all of them. Bear in mind, we played together. Yeah. Um,
1: I suppose if we're gonna if we're gonna really if you really want to delve into it, I've probably scored more competitive goals than you've scored in all of your training sessions since you were four years old. I mean, it's it
0: it's a lie and nonsense. <laughs> this is this is unreal. I tell you something. Bear in mind, I run your team as well, and I have to put up with you and pick you. If you're a Sunday League legend, I reckon I'm a Sunday League god. <laughs> and and by the way, by the way, I don't think I'm a Sunday League god. So let's uh, let's leave it there. Okay. Um, wow, well, I don't know really what I expected from that, but um, yeah. There we go. Okay, as mentioned, today we're focusing on Gareth Southgate's England Euro 2020 squad. This is predictions. This is not our personal squads. I'm sure you'd love to know our personal views, and you'll get them as we go along. But we're going to be taking a deep dive into the players that Gareth's used up to this point, their Premier League form, their statistics, um, and everything we can to try and get that edge to get our 26-man squad. And remember, it is twenty six. Uh, uefa made the decision to move it from 23 um in the last few weeks something that gareth southgate wasn't actually uh too hot about he wanted to keep it to 23 but nonetheless here we are so i guess we should start with the goalkeeper should we
1: no i think we should start with our shirts i want to hear about your shirt (laughs) all right yeah no fair shout fair shout we're both in
0: uh european championship shirts here i should say um we're recording via audio and video today um so wherever you get your podcasts or uh, online as well you can watch us via video um the audience uh, number is exactly the same on both it, it's zero but nonetheless we'll uh, we'll have fun with it okay so for the benefit of those um in video you can see my euro 2000 shirt um not a successful tournament for england but we've kept it european championships and um
1: I do quite like the shirt. It's uh, it's quite trendy. You've gone for? I've gone for a Euro 96 classic Shearer number. Uh, Number nine. Number nine on the front. Yeah, classic.
0: Looking good. And you've got the official Um, badges on the sleeves and everything. Oh, oh, yeah, I've got some sleeve badges. Fair play. And the Euro 96 logo there. Yeah, looking good. Yeah.
1: Uh, And I mean, it's fair to say that um, retro shirts have come back in and everybody's doing it, but We've been doing it since way before it was cool again.
0: Way before it was cool. Yeah, that's right. You could say we ushered it in. I mean, that would be a lie, but you could say it if you just if you wanted to or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good segue there onto the shirts. We've, uh, we've dressed up for the occasion. Now, let's move on to goalkeepers. <laughs> Okay, goalkeepers. So, very important position for Southgate. Not somewhere, I would say, England are hugely flush. But um, with 26 players to select, is there any danger that
1: Southgate picks four goalkeepers here for you, Euro? I can't see it. Um, I, I mean, there were certain pundits and experts suggesting he might go with two. Well, maybe suggesting he should go with two, not he might. I I think four is just too many. You're not getting a fourth goalkeeper that's that's going to get a game. It's just unnecessary and takes away uh, a player that could be useful elsewhere. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, Which pundits were saying he might take two? I don't... I can't remember. Okay, that's fine. One, that's insane. Two, you're not allowed anyway. It's
1: against UEFA rules. You have to have a minimum you You're not allowed. So, whoever that was, they're talking shit. May it... It may not be pundits. It may have just been uh, scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. Everyone's an armchair pundit now, aren't they?
0: I say that. Look at us. Right. Um, so let's just <laughs> have a quick reminder of uh, the three goalkeepers that made the last squad. So we had three World Cup qualifiers in March, and it was Nick Pope, Dean Henson, and Sam Johnston in uh, that squad with. Um, Jordan Pickford, of course, um, injured at that time. You're assuming Pickford comes back in. Yes. Okay. He's a massive. Uh, he's a massive Southgate favourite. Yeah, he is a massive Southgate favourite. I've got some numbers here actually on just the number of games that he's played under Southgate. So England have played twelve Nations League, Nations League games um, ever, and that's all happened since the 2018 World Cup. Um, Pickford's played all of them. He's played seven out of the eight Euro 2020 qualifiers. He didn't play the last one through injury, um, but he did miss the three World Cup qualifiers in March. So, I mean, he's played so many of these last games. He played all at the World Cup, as we know. Um, Yeah, he feels nailed on, doesn't he? I
1: I believe so. Um, I I think more because Southgate uh, rewards consistency and loyalty Mm. under him. Players that play well for him tend to keep playing for him, even if they, they're having like a tricky spell at their club. I'm not sure he's the best goalkeeper we have personally. Um, he's had a bit of an indifferent season, which he has improved second half, but I think Pope is a more solid all round goalkeeper for me. Pope, you think is uh, the best of the the bunch? I, I think he's the most consistent. Yes. Yeah. Um, hmm. I still say that Pickford has picked it up second half of the season, yep. came under pressure from um, Olsen um, and, has, and has barely made any mistakes since. But I still think Pope's better. That's a fair shout. Nick Pope's actually
0: got um, the highest um, net expected goals prevented um, of the goalkeepers. For anyone wondering what that is, that's um, something that takes a look at every single chance that a goalkeeper faces. So Nick Pope being at Burnley, facing a lot of chances, um, and then takes away the number of goals actually conceded. So I guess the best way to explain that is um, if he faced a penalty, it's about an 80% chance of it being scored, 0.8 expected goals. Um, And if he conceded it, um, you would remove one from it. If he didn't concede it, you remove zero from it, because he's done really well to save a penalty. Whereas someone who lets in a chance from way, way out that's worth 0.1 XG and it goes in, you're removing a goal from that tally. 0.1 minus one. Um, you're in the minuses essentially. So tallied across the season um, after that uh, big explanation, Nick Pope's 4.9 net xG prevented. So basically, he's um, conceded five fewer goals than he should have done. Is what that's saying. Sam Johnston um, from West Brom 3.6. So just over three. Dean Henderson 1.6. Not bad from. 10-11 starts, whatever it is for him. Pickford, 0.3, which obviously goes uh, to your point about a bit of an indifferent season. Um, Aaron Ramsdale have put in there as well, uncapped, but also 0.3. And he's shipped a lot of goals. Um, so that's interesting. I think, I think Pope is an above-average shot stopper. I think um, the eye test will tell you that. Um, and looking at that, pretty good numbers. But you think Pickford will start
1: yeah i think um Southgate is generally pretty loyal uh and i think goalkeeper you you want to have someone that's pretty stable and he's been he's been there throughout I don't see that changing no i don't for southgate
0: and on that basis then um who
1: joins him Nick Pope well clearly. I think Pope definitely Yeah. yes, and then I think you're taking Henderson for a couple of reasons um one he's really good. Um, two, looks like he might be making that Man United shirt his own now. And if that's the case, he could well be looking at him as a future number one for a long period of time if he really establishes himself. Um, And he's just better than Brownsdale and Johnston, I think. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are. I think Sam Johnston's a good goalkeeper, actually.
0: Um, I think if he was at a better club than West Bromley, he might have shone a bit more. But I think a lot of people have identified him being probably their best player this season. Uh, Aaron Ramsdale's just not a good goalkeeper um that's the way I see yes. it. I just I don't think he's very good but the but can you think of someone that should be fifth on that list if it's not ramsdale i mean we're we're really struggling
1: yeah um can martinez play for england was that, was that a thing uh was it I don't I know actually he, i think I think it was a thing, and I think oh, we well, then put him capped. in goal he's number one <laughs> He's been yeah. good. Uh, well, I think we're really scraping around looking for a, another good English goalkeeper at the moment.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, well, no arguments from me. It's Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope, and Dean Henderson, and um, that's that's an area I'm pretty confident on
1: as well. And you agree, Pickford will start. Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Right, let's move swiftly on to defenders. first of all, let's take you through um, the defenders that were in the March squad. Um, there are some injured um, at that time, of course, but Walker, Trippier, James, Chilwell, Shaw, Maguire, Stones, Cody and Mings and Eric Dyer, excuse me, were the 10 defenders in that 24 man squad in March. So 10 defenders. Are you expecting him to add? simply swap or perhaps add and remove and get it down to nine or how do you see this
1: i think he will take 10 Mm -hmm. um, with a caveat being one might be someone who can play a midfield or can play a different role elsewhere in a team who's versatile for example well i think that one is going to be eric dyer because he loves him yeah yeah, I agree. Not because well, he's he's my he's, he's the best. Yeah, I, I agree. would even go as far as to say he's had a poor season.
0: So, I suppose the ones that are nailed on: Harry Maguire, yes; John Stones, yes; Carl Walker, yes; Luke Shaw, yes; Ben
1: Chilwell. Yes. I think that's it.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I I, I think there's one more nailed on uh, personally, but the fact that you've you've cut me there suggests you don't. I think Kieran Where Trippier will definitely go.
1: I don't even have him on my list of going. Yeah. Why not? I mean, we've got we've got a staggering amount of um, very good right backs. Yes. Um. So if we go through them, you've got. You got Kyle Walker, who uh, is definitely going. Um, you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, who I think is probably the most gifted um, of the lot, and he and he's in danger really. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Rhys James, who uh, who's had a very good season. I think he goes. Uh, I think Gareth Southgate likes him. And then you've got Aaron Wan-Bissaka as well, who should really be in the mix. Any other year, he'd be he'd be right up there, but I, I think he misses out. Yeah. Just because of the quality of the other, of the other players. Um, yeah, Wamba <Saka>. and I think Trippier misses out.
0: Yeah, sorry. Go on. You
1: think Trippier misses yeah, out? Yeah, I think. So I think he goes with three, right backs with, half an eye on, if we want to switch to a back three against a better side, Walker can be that third defender because he has done that previously, and what? then you still have those two right backs.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with your principle. Um, We'll talk about the personnel in just a moment because the back three, back four thing is so important because you're not going to select players that don't fit your system. And we've switched between systems. We used a back three at the World Cup. After the World Cup, we started using a back four um, very regularly. Um, In the last 20 games, we've used a back four 13 times and a back three seven times. Um, However, we then went back to a back three for a long period of time and then only came back to the back four in these March games. So the last three games, we've also used a back four. That little period in between, we were into a back three again. Um, he's very much changed it up. Um, and I do think Carl Walker will step into centre-back um, when needed. I think the other wing-back is Kieran Trippier. He's just played for him so many times at wing-back. He's played left wing-back for him, right wing-back for him. He went to the World Cup. He's a it's a bit of a Jordan Pickford situation for me. He's a he's a trusted player for him. He's also at Atletico Madrid. He started every game at right back for them, besides the games where he was suspended over the uh, betting controversy. Um and they're top of the league. They're you know, on course he's had a really good season. Um if I look here, the in the last ten England games, um Trippi has been playing at wing back in a back three on five of those. Um, and we've only played it out. seven times. So, you know, out of seven, he's played five. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold misses out. We had a squad in March and he didn't take him. The squad in November of 2020, uh, Trent was injured. So it gave Southgate. It was a bit of an um and an ah, like Woody, because his form was questionable. In March, he didn't pick him. I, I, I just can't see him turning round from playing three important World Cup qualifiers in March to now going and saying, yeah, you're, you're back in. I don't know who drops out because I think Reese James goes.
1: OK, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, it could well be Trippier, Trent and um, Kyle Walker. Yes, it could be a, a possibility.
0: We're, we're agreed that Kyle I Walker mean- is definitely
1: going and has so go. therefore
0: between the others and we're agreed that the left backs are Chilwell and Shaw yep
1: okay I've got a little caveat there later on we we'll get to that later though
0: yeah I, I I can probably imagine where you're going with that actually just from the way I've been <laughs> thinking um I, I could be wrong so the other centre backs we'll come back to the right back situation in a moment we've said Maguire and Stones are nailed on and we think that Eric yes. Dyer's going yep so how many more centre backs are going? I think he's taking two more. So that would make up our ten if you include our right back. So that, that makes sense to me, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think Dyer has um he's got versatility, so I don't think he's necessarily going in as just a centre back. Um and the two more I think are um probably um Mings and Cody. Yeah, I agree. For what it's worth, I, yeah, I, I. For me, I don't like Mings. I'm not a big fan of him. Generally, I find him clumsy at times. I find him out of position at times. Um, I, I think he's okay. Yeah, I agree. I, but I, I, don't, I don't actually rate him be very taking... I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a bit of a problem that that
0: is third, or fourth, potentially fifth with Dyer, I guess, but choice centre-back um you know a lot of things have got to happen for maybe for him to play but you're still in a squad and yeah I, I'm not a big fan um I f- he's aggressive but I think that's one of the things that's going for him that's not always a good thing he can be overly um rash and yeah, as you say out of position sometimes switches off Connor Cody's a good player I'm not sure he's had a him and Wolves have had a great season he, he's he's been um
1: he's been okay to be to be fair but
0: i do like him as a player i
1: would say I, I yeah the one thing i would say about him and why i do think he fits um wolves have played a back 3 uh, they've changed it up a little bit this season they've played a back 3 very successfully for a long time he was a very important part of that um and uh, obviously can play in that system very well um he's also you know a leader in that dressing room as well um so he should be a good influence on the squad I agree completely.
0: And on the back three thing, it's funny um, that we were talking about it internationally. But of the players within, or the players that we've been talking about that may get in the squad, I should say, Connor Cody, 22 games um, in the back three this season, 12 in a back four. So Wolves we'll have switched up. These are league games only. Kieran Trippier, um, 13 in a back four, 12 in a back three. Reese James, 11 and 11. Ben Chilwell, 16 in a back four, eight in a back three. The rest largely have barely played in a back three for their clubs. Um, Not a huge thing, but the one who's played the most, 25 games in a back three, eight in a back four, it's just another name I've picked out, uncapped. But Ben White at Brighton, um, they are used to playing a back three and he is used to playing
1: it out from the back. I really rate him. Do you think he's got any chance? I don't think he's got any chance. I really rate him too. Um, and, and I would actually be taking him for a few reasons. Um, I think he's very good. He's 23, so he's he's young and um, he's going to improve. Uh, and he plays for a club in Brighton who they might be down near the bottom, but they do play football the right way. They do like to dominate possession from the back. Uh, and I think he would fit in to what Southgate is trying to do really well as a player. He also had a uh, a very good season at Leeds yeah. under a very demanding manager. You know, we all know how demanding um, it is there. So I think he he would fit very well, but I don't think he will get that look in.
0: No, I'm slightly surprised he hasn't. I, I know that things have been interrupted. Um, friendly are cancelled, they were moot and all the rest of it in the last uh, year. I am slightly surprised he hasn't had a look at him this season, in either in November or um March because I do think he's better than Tyrone Mings but I think it's too late I, I think that one has uh has sailed so no. how about Michael Keane yeah Michael Keane's got a chance um we should talk about him um he's played uh five of the eight Euro 2020 qualifiers he started five of them so it's quite a lot he didn't play any of the three games recently in March and he wasn't involved in the, the Nations League picture at all um, but he has had a look-in and he has been in several squads. To me, it would make more sense if he went over Mings, but I'm kind of looking at that March squad and thinking it does pay to um,
1: to look at it and take it seriously. Um, I think if you look at the our squad as a whole, I'm talking all positions here, centre-back is where we have the least depth. If, yeah. if we get an injury to Maguire or Stones, I think we're in big trouble. Yeah, I agree. Whichever way you look at it, whoever comes in, um, the the quality downgrade is quite big.
0: Yeah, it's enormous. I agree. So we you happy, though, that Maguire stones, Cody, Mings and Dyer? I mean, I wouldn't say happy, but I think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have worded that differently. Are you happy that that's what's going to happen?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go back to that, To what I just said a minute ago. No, That's, that's probably fine. what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Maybe Michael Keane. I think <laughs> Joe Gomez um, would have been there, but it's a race against
1: time and it's just, it's not going to happen, is it? I don't see how you throw him in what? after a year out. No. No football. Um, he wasn't, he's not exactly nailed on anyway. I just don't see it. No. Okay. I, I, I agree with you.
0: So that's centre back. Ben Chilwell. Luke Shaw. Carl Walker, Reese James, and I'm I'm sticking with Trippier. I feel
1: really strongly about this. You sticking we with have Trent? To agree? No, no, I suppose yeah. not.
0: No, we, I, don't, I don't think we have Trent,
1: to agree. Trent is is so gifted. He's such a wonderful player. He was in. He hasn't had the best season, but he has actually picked it up since that squad.
0: Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. I I'd take him. If this was my decision, I would take him without any shadow of a doubt. Um, I I just don't think he's going.
1: Why would James go over him if you're if you're so adamant about Trippier? Yep,
0: yeah, fine. Reece James has had a really good season. Chelsea have performed superbly in the last few months they're in the Champions League final it's a really good level to be playing at he was in the last squad I think that is important Uh, and he's yeah he has used him in the last year 18 months I I just I think he will prefer him I think he thinks that he's more defensively reliable and that if you're going to go with a wing back he could be your understudy if not your first choice it isn't what I would do. I'm, I'm just, I'm championing for what I think Reece James is good at because I do, I really rate him. I think that's how I view Southgate's thoughts on this. It's a bit
1: of an embarrassment of riches at right back.
0: It really is. No, it really, really <laughs> is. When, when you talk about the depth, um, going fourth or fifth at goalkeeper, I and mean, then at centre back, as you, uh, as you mentioned, yeah. And then there's is there anyone right else back. in the mix at left back? Who have we got at left back? Um, not really. Uh, Ryan Bertrand. Yeah. Um. And then yeah. after after that, bear in mind Trippy has been used at left back, um. So, so that's sort of blocked a few players. And then I don't know. I'll call it now anyway. But you mentioned um, Bakayo Saka. Was he in your mm. sort of thoughts as maybe doing a job somewhere? Oh yeah, yeah. I think he could be, be he could be at left wing back if it was so we can maybe talk about him because he's maybe going to come into our midfield
1: plans. Well, not maybe he but, is, but for Southgate, for Southgate there aren't really any decisions to, to tough decisions at left back like there are at right back.
0: No, no, there really aren't. All right, so we've got one difference, and that's Trippier versus Alexander Arnold. But besides that, we've picked thirteen. Of our 26. Up next, it's midfielders. Right, it's midfielder time. A position where we are blessed with quality. Uh, there are some decisions to make. Um, let's take you through very quickly those players that were in um, the midfield from the March squad. And that was Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips, James Ward-Prowse, Jude Bellingham, Mason Mount, Jesse Lingard, Phil Foden. Worth putting out that Grealish, Henderson uh, and Saka were all injured. And then some other names uh, for us to think about. James Madison, uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi, maybe Harry Winks, Of players that have been used by Southgate in the last 12 to 18 months. But nobody else is jumping out to me and nobody else um, has been used by him in a squad during that period.
1: What are your thoughts? I think we can. Should we go with the safe ones? Sure. Let's tick tick the safe ones off. I think it's fair to say Rice. Uh, He's definitely going. Yes. Mason Mount. Yes. Uh, he's had a fantastic season. He's in wonderful form. He's performed for Southgate. Do you remember uh, when Phil it was
0: uh, It was sort of one of those things where people didn't think he was very good? It became this weird... Yeah, I was Have one people of People accepted those. he's good now. Oh, OK. All right. Fine. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, I was sending around all of the him being Frank Lampard's son funnies when Frank Lampard got sacked. Um, yeah, it just turns out he's really good at football.
0: Yeah, he is good at football. Although on on the sending round the funnies, you do like to just share whatever shit meme it is. It's it's not really <laughs> important whether it's true or not, is it? So, um, yeah, no, I agree. So Rice and Mount. Who else? Phil Foden. Yeah, Phil Foden's nailed on. I think that's about it. You could be right. There's a decision to be made with, with everyone else. I, I guess the first... Uh, Name we should approach on that is Jordan Henderson. Yes, you agreed
1: that he's nailed on as long as he's fit. Yes, it depends what degree, to which degree he's fit. He hasn't played, I think, since February. Yeah, he's been out for a long time. He's still not even making squads for Liverpool. Yeah, Um, I think if he is fit, I think you take him because he's a positive influence anyway in the dressing room we have got quite a young squad um comparatively and i think you do need some wise old heads and he's one of them
0: i think with the 26 man squad this time there are one or two that you can actually allow um and it not be too much of a risk gary neville said on um monday night football recently that england have tried to cheat this a few times uh, the taken a few injured players down the and it's never really worked. It's not something that um, we should be looking to do. We don't know the status of Harry Maguire either yet. Um, we think it's short-term. Mm. We hope it's short-term. You don't Deep want too problems. many of these. But I, I do think Maguire and Henderson would be two that I would if both were touch and go, I I take both. Uh, but the details yep. of that are, are, are difficult with Henderson. I think Given that we think that he is now done if fit, shall we agree that he's included, and maybe we sh- we can pick some alternates at the end that uh, maybe come in if players are dropping out.
1: Yeah, let's go with Henderson being in. I think more likely to be in. Yeah. Than not. Yes,
0: and certainly on merit, uh, he would be picked if fit. So that gives us four: Rice, Mount, Foden, and Henderson. So we've got 13 from the rest. Um, So 13 left. So how many do you think are forwards and how many do you think are midfielders? How many are we holding back here? I'm going five forwards. Okay.
1: You done the maths? Uh, Have I done the maths? Uh, That gives us eight, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, it does, yeah. (laughs) So who are the other four for you right now? Right now, um, James Ward-Prowse. Uh, yes. I think he's he's had a fantastic season. I don't think you you can, can overlook his all-round set piece ability, mm-hmm. both uh, from crossing positions and direct free kicks. I know we have got a few Trippier, uh, Trent, Trent's going, um, Grealish. You, you know you've got a few that that can whip a ball in, but I think he's probably the best. Uh, then. Jack Grealish I think he is another one that's been injured but I think he's coming back to fitness now I think he has to go I think he's like a a generational talent you know like a, a Paul Gascoigne a Glenn Hoddle someone who can just unlock a game with pure ability in a way that nobody else in our team can so I think you have to take him and then I think you've got one of Saka, Lingard, or Madison. Uh, and oh, sorry, there's one more at the end. Um, I think you take Saka over Madison and Lingard. Um, Madison's had a good season, not a great season, he's had a good season, he's a good player, but I think you've got some similar players to him. Um, and I think Saka, has, uh, I mean, I watch him very closely as an Arsenal fan, and he's been our best player. In a gloomy season, most weeks, he's our bright spark. And it doesn't matter where you play him. You can play him on the wing. You can play him in that number 10. You can play him at left back. Wherever you play him, he's in our top two or three players every game. Yeah, I agree. Um, so so I think he goes. Lingard might only for, for two reasons. He, he's been in a wonderful hot streak second half of the season. And he's another one who has done it previously for Southgate, someone who Southgate probably does trust. Um, So he might sneak in. Now the wild card, um, and I think you need another more defensively minded or box-to-box sort of midfielder, and that would be Jude Bellingham. Um, I think you want to give him tournament experience. He's playing every week at a very high level, uh, and the few times I've seen him play, I've been really impressed. I think he's a great talent. So I think you want him in there to gain experience. Um, And you never know, you may be throwing him in there and he just sets the tournament alight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree on Jude Bellingham every time I watch him. And the Bundesliga for me is uh, not a lot. Um, But he does impress me. James Ward-Prowse, I think, uh, has become a player that Southgate likes he's had a very good season uh although he's he's I always felt he was a bit lucky with uh the number of goals he scored and I actually dragged up his expected goals and assists um so he's got 14 goals plus assists this season a combination of the two uh his expected is 8.1 so he's out kicking that by six goals so he maybe should have um about four goals four assists but he's got many many more however he's got an excellent set piece delivery and someone's got to say it. he takes penalties and it might go to a shootout but um <laughs> no I, he's he's a very steady player um in the center of midfield he's started to control games with southampton i feel like he was he's always been a player with talent that's sort of been on the periphery of games sometimes but i think he's um he's more rounded the name I have to mention he played in um, those March games, he was in that squad, is um, Calvin Phillips of Leeds.
1: I think he's got yes. a really strong chance. I think he only goes if Henderson doesn't.
0: You don't think that Henderson and Rice could play in the same team and you need a backup? There?
1: Jude Bellingham or James Ward-Prowse coming in next to one of them. Okay. I don't think Ward-Prowse is playing in the more prominent attacking positions because of some of the other talent we have in those areas. You know, your Mounts, your Foden's, your Grealishes. So I think if you're taking James Ward-Prowse, he's playing in a more central, reserved role rather than being pushed forward.
0: So, Calvin Phillips... Started all three games in the uh of those World Cup qualifiers, played very Jude well. Bellingham just won. Why do you think Bellingham
1: will go over Phillips? I think he's more talented in terms of his potential, and I think you know, we're always talking about giving players tournament experience who you think are going to be developing. That doesn't always work out, but I think that's that's a strong reason why you would take Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Um, and if he is more talented and you throw him in, he could well set uh, set the tournament alight. I I don't see him really playing if he did go,
0: but I I'm really torn as to whether he goes because I'd like him to, it'd be nice,
1: and I think it's a good I opportunity, think I might. but I think Henderson not being fully fit you maybe you're taking him off a little bit earlier, and you're throwing him on with Bellingham on, with his enthusiasm and those lovely long legs of his, and just letting him have a go. Good compliment there. I
0: enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack Grealish, if fit, he must go. He's just so capable. And the last 12 to 18 months has just really shone for Villa. And after a little while of being left out of England squads, he gave him his chance and he he did well in those games um, back in November for England. He he looked one of England's best players. Saka, I agree with you from uh, his performances at Arsenal. He's versatile, another young player that can play in a number of different positions. I think he'll go. And I think James Ward-Prowse, Drew Bellingham, and Calvin Phillips, it's it's two from three. Um uh, is, where Madison do you stand? is Madison Is Madison out for you? That would that was going to be my next question to you. Uh yeah, I don't think James Madison goes. I think he's had too much of a stop start season with injuries. He's been rotated. I just uh He's not been, he's been used for England. It's not been, um, he's not been a huge favourite or anything. He's only got three cap, uh, excuse me, one cap.
1: One and England cap. he got one cap. cap.
0: So he's not yeah. been um, a huge favourite or anything. I, I don't think he goes.
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, and as I touched on before, I just think we've got better players in the position he wants to play. I think we've got several better players in the position right now, he wants certainly. to play in.
0: I think yeah. Uh, I think with a good run, James Madison is, is uh, can be in that conversation. Okay, so Rice, Mount, Foden, Henderson, Grealish, Saka, James Ward Prowse. That's seven. You're having Bellingham.
1: I'm having Bellingham as your eighth. Did you say eight or nine? here eight eight so that's eight. your eight with, with the caveat of Dyer. sure sure thing which is probably another reason why you can can phillips
0: yeah i'd, I'd take your point on that um i think phillips will go at whose expense bellingham's expense i don't want to say that but yeah i think possibly i think quite possibly that I, I'm gonna, I'll commit to that, for now. See how we go. Yeah. So that leaves five forwards, and we'll cover that next. Right. Let's look at the top end of the pitch, and talk about the forwards. Do you think Harry Kane will go to this tournament?
1: Probably. Yeah, probably. I'd probably take him. Yeah. He might snap his ankle between now and then. <laughs> well, let's
0: not say that, shall we? Uh, 21 goals and 13 assists from Harry Kane so far this season. We're at the, the very end now, but blimey. It's uh, it's good numbers. It, I mean, if he goes down, we're in big trouble, right? Yes, I, I think you change the whole system if he goes down. I agree i I think we're looking at uh, a back three a false nine potentially yeah I think it's uh, it's a different ball game so we've got Harry Kane Raheem Sterling um, Dominic Calvert Lewin and Ollie Watkins were the four forwards that were in the last squad in March um, there are a few that were either not selected or injured Marcus Rashford. Jaden Sancho, Tammy Abraham, Mason Greenwood, Danny Ings, Callum Wilson and Patrick Bamford. Uh, I believe Bamford is the only one of those that is uncapped and not been looked at by Southgate before. But worth a mention. Uh, and the rest all certainly have been uh, in, in those
1: plans. So Sterling goes. I think you've got three here that are definitely going. And then the third and one is uh, Rashford. Fine,
0: okay. Kane Sterling and Rashford. That's uh, that's an easy one. So two more.
1: Yep. I I would have said Sancho definitely without hesitation. But he got dropped from the last squad. I think I believe was he injured? Um. He might have been injured actually. I th- I thought he was injured. But I could be wrong. Uh, anyway, we can move on. I think he goes anyway. I think he goes. Uh, he's. I. I don't watch him loads, but he's. He's still. Uh, he's got good numbers. I've looked at his numbers. Um, he's got eight goals and nine assists. He plays nearly every week for uh, a good Borussia Dortmund side. Uh, I, I think he's. He's been in a, a number of squads, and he'll go. I think you've only got one decision to make um and that's your fifth choice and that personally I think it comes down to three players that should be in that conversation and I sh- I think it should be Watkins um Cal- Calvert-Lewin and uh, Patrick Bamford um Bamford will miss out but he's had a, he's had a really good season he works very very hard uh, in uh, we, we've talked about Leeds uh, they're a very demanding team to play for especially up top on your own um, so I think he's unlucky to not have even got a look to be honest uh, so then I think it's a straight fight between Watkins and Calvert-Lewin I prefer Watkins I prefer his uh, energy I prefer his hard work I think he's probably a better finisher but ultimately I think Calvert-Lewin will go Um, because uh, he he offers that physical presence that I don't think anybody else uh, can other than Kane. Yeah, I think we need
0: another um, forward who is uh, comfortable playing centrally, that if Harry Kane went down and we were looking to replicate that, and I I agree with what you said, I think the system changes, but if we were, that, you want a player that can do that, you mentioned, funny enough, Calvert-Lewin um, not being as good a finisher as Watkins. So Calvert-Lewin's got sixteen goals this season to Watkins' thirteen. But interestingly, of Watkins' thirteen goals, he's got fourteen point eight expected goals. So a suggestion that he's not finishing chances um, at the rate that he ha- that perhaps he should be. Calvert-Lewin, uh, meanwhile, fourteen point two expected goals to his. 16 actual. So there's not loads in it, but um, slightly slightly down, which suggests he's either getting very lucky or um, he's an above average finisher. Um, it's a short, small sample size, um, especially as someone who's never scored this many goals in a season before. Um, I think overall, I agree with you on Watkins. I think Calvert-Lewins had a brilliant season. And I, I, that one... I mean, it's nearly probably a coin flip. I would probably just about give it to Calvert-Lewin if I was trying to guess what Southgate was going to do, but I'm not sure. Where do you see Mason Greenwood in this, or not at all?
1: I don't believe he's playing enough, um, and I don't think he's been consistent enough. I mean, you'll know him better than I. You probably watch him closer than I, but I don't feel like he's had a season like Saka has for Arsenal where he's playing every week and he's always in the conversation about being their best player every week Mm -hmm. Um, well I watch
0: everyone more closely than you but but that's okay Um, (laughs) no he uh, (laughs) he's been rotated and of course we can't forget the uh, the incident Um, you know Iceland aren't in England's group are they so Mason won't be uh, too bothered about uh, you, you can't forget that incident though that he had and I know Phil Foden was there, but Phil Foden's playing out of his skin, uh, getting in the Man City team and absolutely tearing it up. So, completely different thing for me. I agree. I don't think Greenwood goes. Um, Bamford's an interesting one. If this was... You know, it's funny how things go in cycles. We talked about what quality we have in this position, that position. And... um, Maybe not central strikers, but just good forwards who are versatile. Um, we've named, obviously, a few. I think if this was 10 years ago, Bamford's nailed on. He, he's maybe behind Rooney to sort of start. It's, uh, you know, but unfortunately there are some good options and
1: I don't see him I think being him, called up having been uncapped. Him, Watkins and Calvert-Lewin have had very similar seasons. Yes. Yeah. So it's really hard. It's yeah. really hard. And I think Southgate has made his preference clear in his last squads because I think they were all vying to be selected. And him not being selected in that squad, I think, puts the nail in that coffin because I don't think he could do anything now that will change his mind. Yeah, I
0: agree. I think that was his opportunity. He made that decision and uh, it's mean, pretty clear to me. You've got to look at the patterns of uh, his other selections And who he trusts. Um, So I agree. So we're happy with Kane, Rashford, Sancho, uh, Sterling. Do you think Sancho
1: is is really safe?
0: Well, the way you were talking, you seem to think he'll go and I think he will go. So there's four. And you think the fifth one is? For me or for uh, Southgate? Southgate. What do you think Southgate will do?
1: Calvert. He's going for big, bad Calvert. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, You would do what? What would you do? i will take Watkins. Mm. Not because he's a better finisher, because my good friend told me he's not. i will just prefer him.
0: Is that me? (laughs) (laughs) Just a shrug. All right, fine. Okay, there's our five forwards, which... uh... Don't know if you've been keeping count, but that completes our squad. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but we have Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope, and Dean Henderson. We have Carl Walker, Reese James, and then a toss up between Trent Alexander Arnold and uh, Kieran Trippier between ourselves. But we're agreed on Luke Shaw and Ben Chilwell, along with Harry Maguire. John Stones, Connor Cody, Tyrone Mings, and Eric Dyer. In midfield, we've agreed on Rice, Mount, Foden, Henderson, Ward-Prowse, Grealish, Saka, and you've said Bellingham. I think I'm just about going for Calvin Phillips. So there's our other disagreement. And we've agreed on our five forwards, which are Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, uh, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So two discrepancies between us. We agreed on 24 of the 26, which is very Pretty nice, isn't it? That's uh, not bad going. Yeah. I think everyone's going to have uh, their own
1: views on, on where it all goes. So we're in, we're in Southgate's mind, though, not in our own. there would be loads more disagreements. <laughs> I'd like to hope so.
0: Where do you, uh, so you said you like the squad. Let's just um, conclude with some thoughts on how you think England will do.
1: So I, I think we will probably, it's quite interesting you asked that question. We are pre-tournament favourites with the with the bookies, which we seem to always be there or thereabouts, but this time we're full-on favourites and i don't think i don't think that's justified um, i think we do quite well uh, we'll we'll get through the group we'll get through uh, the last 16 i think we'll win the group we'll come through the last 16 and then when we come up against real quality opposition in the quarters or the semis we will come up a bit short
0: do you know the permutations if we win the group etc i can tell you that if we did win our group um We'd face Germany, France, or Portugal in the last sixteen. We're paired with that group basically, Oof. and it's us Oof. as top v runners up in that group, and it's going to be one of those three Hungary is the other side in that group. You could say they'll be I... starved of possession in that group
1: um, do you remember what I said about he's us? just ignoring
0: that he's not even acknowledging that
1: no well yeah I, I i if we win I think we win the group so. You remember what I said about us making the quarters or the semis we're going out in the last 16. Well yeah, when you look at it like that,
0: I mean Croatia's been our first game that'll that will have a big bearing on who actually does. Um if we might have to th- if we were the runners up in our group we'd say that again. We might have to throw the check game. Well, if we were the runners up in our group, <laughs> we'd face Sweden or Poland likely. In the last sixteen, it wouldn't be at Wembley that one we'd have to go to Copenhagen so that'd be an extra game that we wouldn't get at Wembley if we finished third in the group, remember this awful format that this uh, they took up started in 2016 so you can finish third and still go through if you're one of the best third place teams we'd likely get Spain so that wouldn't be uh would be paired um, with another difficult group there Sweden if they somehow managed to scrape winning that group but winning the group doesn't look uh, like too hot of a decision but um mm. it's loaded it is pretty loaded um it's going to be tough but if you had to say it now where do you think England will end up
1: based on that <laughs> you win the group and go out last 16 <laughs> that is a sorry state of affairs I know that's upsetting, isn't it? I the, the only thing you I can worry say about is it. so our our World Cup run was pretty blessed. That was a pretty blessed run, um, but it doesn't look like we're getting anything like that this time round. No, no, we're not. It really opened up
0: based on a couple of the results plus the actual path that um, we were destined to be on. That really opened up, and this one. Um, does not. I'll uh, I'll say that we get to the quarterfinals um, because we probably won't win the group anyway. Somehow, Croatia will turn us over, and uh, we'll get through the last sixteen game, but go out then. Quarterfinals just it just feels par as well. It just feels more as an uh, as an overall prediction without assessing
1: um, the pathway. It just feels par for England. I think going out in the semi-final at Wembley is more fitting. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think I could bear it, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be, be tough.
0: Another summer of hurt. I think that just about concluded, does it not?
1: Yep, yep.
0: Good run through. Um, There is our squad, as predicted. We're expecting that to come out uh, the day after the Premier League season finishes. Gareth may leave it a little bit longer, but it is going to be imminent. So I guess all that leaves us to do is say thank you very much for listening and or watching, if indeed you still are. Um, You can head over to Twitter and follow us at blogofthenet underscore. Um, You can access our website from there. There'll be a full rundown of all the stats from today. You can access um, more to do with this show. Um, Plenty of statistics and other articles and loads of things to delve into on there. Um, And if you like this show, subscribe to us and tell a friend. Um, It's good to share things. Um, Next time, we'll be doing our PFA um team and player of the year predictions we need to get those in in time before those are announced i think that's early june
1: so we'll look forward to that until then justin thank you very much thank you very much you should see my pfa list it is massive massive oh
0: that's the only massive thing that's uh, going for you i do so believe <laughs> cheap joke <laughs> cheap he's been just inside i've been rich clark Adios. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.